today is Waukegan. And that's Jack Benny, and he was from Waukegan. Now, some who are listening know who Jack Benny was. Others may not. Let me give you a brief, very brief Jack Benny description. He had a very popular radio and television program from 1932 until his death in 1974. He was a major influence on the sitcom genre. He always claimed he was only 39 years old. And there you go. That's the past. Uh, Let's get to the present. We're going to talk to uh, Adam Carson, who's with us now. We're going to talk about drip and culture. And that may sound like two separate things. And (laughs) (laughs) and that might be true or not. Uh, Adam, tell us about, well, first of all, welcome to WGN. Great to have you on. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. You bet. Uh, Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, then tell us uh, what exactly is drip and culture. You know, I'm uh, I'm originally from Mississippi. I uh, was doing consulting for hospitals, so I was one of those cool people that showed up at the airport on Monday morning and flew all over the country. And I was on a project in Milwaukee, and I ran into a beautiful young woman who was from Waukegan, Illinois, and I soon relocated to Chicago, and there begins our story. Um, so Drippin' Culture is a socially-minded coffee shop. My wife, Nidia Gonzalez-Carson, and I run uh, Supermercado Gonzalez, which is on Grand Avenue in Waukegan. You know, about three years ago, we were like so many people during the pandemic. You know, we were trying to figure out what we were doing with our lives. We had just relocated back from New York City to ride out the pandemic. So I was working remotely. And my, my in-laws, Luis and Nora Gonzalez, asked us to, to think about running the grocery store. And so the immediate thought that we had was, okay, what can we do to make the grocery store cool? You know, we, we lived in Brooklyn. I worked in lower Manhattan. And we saw so many cool things and felt, you know, Waukegan just needed like a, an injection of something cool, something different to, to influence its trajectory. Um, so we couldn't figure out how to open a sneaker boutique because it's way more complicated than coffee <laughs> and decided <laughs> and decided to decided on coffee. And what we said is if we if we were going to name it something, it had to be something really, really catchy. And so drip and culture is obviously a play on words. Drip is, you know, obviously a way that you make coffee. But drip right. and popular culture can mean anything from jewelry to clothes to, you know, just the swag and how you present yourself to the world. And then culture, you know, I'm a black man from Mississippi. We are inside of a Mexican grocery store here in Waukegan, you know, an incredibly diverse community, as so many of others have said. And and that's who we are. You know, we, we open the coffee shop. And honestly, you know, neither one of us had, 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 had ever worked in a coffee shop before, right? We just, you know, had this feeling that coffee would be something to bring people together and, and, and help us be a part of community and accelerate, you know, how our community evolved and grew over the years. And so... You know, honestly, man, we're still surprised that people show up every day for coffee. <laughs> not because not because it's bad, right? Yeah. But because we are two people that are we're just very genuine and authentic people, and we put that into our product. And I, and and it's really really dope that the community has responded to the way it has. For those who don't know, and I didn't until I took a look, Super Mercado Gonzalez is a grocery store. Am I correct? Yeah, that is correct. Right. That so is correct. And drip and so, culture is inside. That's in, we are inside, and so gotcha. this is essentially what happened. We started running the store. We were looking at the store and its footprint, you know, trying to figure out a way to make it cool. And you know, again, this is the middle of the pandemic, so we started yeah. running the store in October 2020. We opened the shop January 3rd, 2021. 
you know, so this is height of the pandemic. We couldn't have indoor dining. And so we had this area near our taquería where, you know, it was just tables covered with plastic. And we were like, you know, we should put something there, right? And and thus the idea for of coffee was born. And so when you walk in the grocery store, you're going to hear regional Mexican music playing. And then as you wake your, make your way through the store, in the back right corner, um, there we are. You know, and, and we've carved out a, a space for ourselves. We carved out a space for the brand. Um, I'm actually taking this phone call from the second floor of the store. So on the second floor of the store, my wife opened up a boutique and ceramic studio. Cool. And I think this is... This is what, you know, living in New York does to you. Like, space is a premium. And so we looked at all the space that we had in the store and said, you know, how can we start to revitalize inside the building and hope that that influenced the revitalization outside of the building as well? You know, uh, so your wife obviously, you know, has something to do with ceramics. Maybe is she an artist herself or? uh, She is a self-taught artist. artist. And and she's also a speech pathologist. And so she's got a lot of layers, which is why I moved from Mississippi to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but okay, so ceramics, we, we know what ceramics are. We know what yeah. a grocery store is. We understand culture. I mean, culture has a lot of different interpretations. But when you want to open a coffee shop right? in this day you and didn't. age, this is not just, <laughs> hey, give me a, what, I don't know, a bun coffee maker and I'll put it on. And everything's good. I mean, you've right. got to do this whole barista thing, don't you? You gotta do this whole thing, and that is the yeah. power of YouTube. Like, you, do you realize how much stuff you can learn on YouTube these days? Yeah, I know. Uh, but like, I just, and, and, <laughs> I mean, I ahead. just like, I can just imagine you like, let's do it. Let's open a coffee shop. Great. Do you know how to make espresso or lattes? No. Okay. Well, what are we gonna do about that? <laughs> so this is what happened. We made this decision. So we, you know, we, she and I are dreamers, right? We are dreamers right. by nature. We traveled a lot. You know, I said I was a consultant. I used to be in healthcare consulting. And so, you know, I was literally all over the country. And so that was our thing. Like we went to coffee shops. We tried coffee. We tried lattes. Mm-hmm. So the moment we decided, October 2020, and the moment we decided we we're going to do this, I spent from October to January 3rd on YouTube. <laughs> I ordered <laughs> I ordered an espresso machine. I ordered a grinder. Yeah. And actually, I, I reposted one of the first videos we made. Shout out to Jordan Esparza and Marco Ortiz. They came to the house and shot this video for us. And it was, <laughs> there were a lot of mistakes made. You know what well, I mean? Sure. The first, Absolutely. The first, the, first, the first month. And to be honest, the month of January, we were only open on the weekends because I was still working remotely for my job. Um, in New York City. And so after the month of January, I called my job up and said, you know what, guys, I'm just going to do this grocery store thing full time. And, and we, we just we've been running since then. Well, I think even the, the history of coffee and conversation and, mm-hmm. and coffee shops, that's been going mm-hmm. on probably since the For beginning millennia. of coffee and in shops. Right. And, you know, right. combining that with the discussion of culture and the yeah. diversity of your community there, I mean... Yeah, that's that's a great combination, I think. I mean, I wish we I could say we were geniuses and this was all like we planned this all out. But that's that's not the case. Right. Yeah. Because how many people do you know open businesses with the best intention and they're not successful? Oh, tons. You know, I think I, I think it's by God's grace and, you know, divine timing that we found ourselves in a position in time where the community needed something. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so many people have said we did this thing where we spotlighted some of our regulars. And so what people, what really blew us away is people said, you know, this is a place that feels like, you know, this feels like me, right? It feels Mm -hmm. like a representation of me. And I think what we've, we've tapped into is sometimes in the suburbs, people, 
you know, you're not as cool as, you know, people that live in Chicago. You're not as cool as, you know, someone that lives in Pilsen or Hyde Park, right? But there's actually a lot of really cool kids out here doing really, really cool things. Um, And we're just helping to shine a light on it. We're just doing our part, being a good community members, but also really, really, you know, intentional about our crafts. And so, you know, over the last three years, there's, because I don't have the the experience in coffee, I've really Mm -hmm. tried to push the boundaries on what coffee should be. And so right now, you know, I'm from Mississippi. I drank bourbon, New Orleans style drinks for years. Um, I we came up with a couple of drinks that are that are similar to New Orleans style bourbon drinks, but instead of bourbon, we use cold brew. Right? That's not something you see very often. And so, my thought and philosophy is: if you're going to walk inside the store and come all the way to the back, you've got to have something in, like phenomenal and something that you haven't had before. Mm-hmm. And that's you know our approach towards coffee. And I think again, that's what that kind of is what sets us apart. Not only is it an experience coming into the building, but then whatever drink you get in your hand is going to be an experience as well. And it's, you know, we make all of our syrups in-house. You know, we really, really focus on quality. And, and, I, and I think it's, it's allowed us to be in the place that we are. So we're talking to Adam Carson. Uh, Waukegan is uh, your hometown. Drippin' Culture is in mm-hmm. Waukegan. Where exactly is Drippin' Culture? I mean, like an address. Where do you go? 20, 2015 Grand Avenue. Um, so if you're coming down Grand Avenue, it's going to be a yellow sign that says Gonzalez. Uh, we just had a mural done by Everett Reynolds, who's a talented artist who's from Waukegan but lives in Chicago. Uh, so you'll see the mural of, of fruits, vegetables, and our daughter on the side of the building. You cannot miss it. Adam, thanks for being with us. You sound like a really cool person. I mean, obviously, we've Someday. never met. <laughs> well, you know, we all have our days. Come on. Yeah, uh, we <laughs> I mean, come on, nobody's perfect. Thanks for being with no. us. Keep, you know, uh, keep it brewing and keep the culture going and uh, all the best to you out there in Waukegan, Adam. Thanks for being with us. All right. Thank you so much for having us.